Are you struggling with craving sugar and sweets? Do you sometimes go to eat one cookie and before you know it, you have ate way more? Are you wondering how to not crave sugar? Well, today I'm bringing on my friend Charmaine on the podcast. She specializes in helping women control their sugar cravings. A couple of months ago, she came inside my private group to share a special workshop with my clients on how to tackle their sugar cravings. It was so good and so many people walked away with a better understanding of what was going on in them and specific tools that they could use to help with their cravings. So I wanted her to come on the podcast and inspire you today. If you want to hear the workshop that she gave, it is recorded and it's part of my nutrition and group health coaching course where I talk about blood sugar, hormones, sleep, nutrition, and so much more so that anyone who works with me gets access to this course. So make sure to check the links below. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So I'm so excited to have Charmaine on the podcast today. She used to work as a nurse and then she became a life coach and health coach and now she is a sugar-free coach. And she has devoted her life to helping women break free from sugar and carb cravings. And her work really stems from her own struggle with sugar and carbs. I love Charmaine's story. So can you tell us about your journey and how you are working as a nurse? Yes, thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. And yeah, so so like I told you before, um, I was working as a nurse in the hospital for eight years, and um, I thought I was healthy. Like I was working out all the time. I was a personal trainer. I was like a fitness junkie, like into American Ninja Warrior and CrossFit and marathon running. Like I was doing all the things. Um, and even then, um, I had this thought that oh, I could just eat what basically what I want because I could work out. I work out all the time. So I, when I was working, I never paid attention to my eating habits. I was always buying food out, going to Starbucks. This was my um, routine, Starbucks, Subway, and McDonald's, like every shift. That was like my go-to. I never made food because Lord knows, you know, I didn't want to cook at all. So, um, so yeah. So then in 2017, I was just doing a routine checkup with a doctor. And then they showed to me that I was pre-diabetic and as a nurse, I take care of patients with diabetes. I'm giving them like eight shots a day, like insulin and checking their blood sugar. It's crazy. So I was like, heck no, I'm not going to be diabetic. And then that launched me this whole journey of looking at my eating habits and seeing how much I was actually stress eating and emotional eating and how I was using sugar for um, stress relief and a lot of other things. Um, so that's what catapulted me into this whole uh journey. And this is why it's my mission now to help other women um, not use food for comfort and feel free, you know, feel freedom around sugar and carbs. Yeah, I love that. And I love your story and how you were even being active and doing these things. So you would think plus that and being so young, but 
There's so much that happens in our body and how food affects that that we're not even aware of. So Charmaine, why do you think people struggle with sugar cravings? Oh, that's a great question. So I know there's a lot of ways I could go with it, but the the number one thing that I want to bring awareness to, which a lot of people don't know, is that um, when there's a craving, there's always something that triggers it. There, I, I call it trigger, some other people call it a cue, but there, there's basically always something, whether it's an emotional state or a thought or another person or a time of day, there's always something that'll trigger a craving. And, and then when you have that trigger, there's a reaction that comes. There's usually a reaction that happens because your brain's seeking out a reward or relief in some way. But most people don't realize that there's a space in between the trigger and the reaction. Like people just think, oh, trigger happens, then boom, I'm just going to eat. Like, I see the sugar, boom, I just got to have it. Like people don't realize there's a there's actually a place where there's a space in between. And most people don't know about that space because it's such an automatic habit. So what what you need to really first be aware of is that, you know, what are your triggers? What makes you want sugar? What What are the times of day? What are the locations you're at? What are the emotional states you're in? What are you doing at the time that you want sugar? you have to gain awareness of that first. And then when you notice that, then you could start to build space before you eat the food. Um, so so just having a little bit of, of intentionality and mindfulness before you eat and just understanding like what is driving you to eat in the first place. It's kind of like a good starting point. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So really helping people when they're struggling with sugar cravings deciding what is really happening for themselves. What is that trigger? What is that? And like you said, you could go so many different directions with this. And that trigger for people can be so different, but really tuning into what that is. Why do I want this sugar? And using that as that first stepping block. So I love that. Right. And so Charmaine, do you think people can still eat sugar? But without going overboard? And if so, how can they do that? Because I think a lot of people feel like, they're going to have to give up sugar or give up carbs. So can there be like that in between where people still have control? Oh, yes, is definitely. <laughs> like that's what my whole work is dedicated to. And that's the best thing about it. It's like, you know, for me personally, um, a lot of people think I don't eat sugar anymore. But it's like, no, I actually, I eat sugar in a way where I don't feel out of control anymore. Like I could just eat it to enjoy it. And I don't have drama around it. Like I could stop when I'm satisfied. And that's the magic of it. So that's a million dollar question. Like, how do you stop when you're satisfied? How do you not lose control, you know? And and a big part of that too, is understanding, like when I was saying earlier, like the trigger and the reaction that comes, um, a lot of the times when, when sugar's around, it will create this very automatic habit because the brain has learned to associate some sort of reward or relief with it. So it's so quick that your body will want to eat that sugar. Um, So it's when that happens, it's kind of like your brain is leading the, the eating, the brain is sort of like making you go into this unconscious automatic state, just like when you drive your car, right? Like it's so unconscious. It's so automatic. You don't think about it. And you do that with your eating habits. Cause if you've repeated it so many times, it'll just be unconscious almost like, so, so what you have to do is, you first have to like understand that the brain will go into this sort of autopilot mode and a great way to get out of the brain is to start going into the body. 
And this is what I teach my clients to do. It's like, how do you build this sort of mind-body connection? Because if you keep eating based on just what the brain wants and the brain being triggered all the time, the brain always wants pleasure. It's, it's always seeking pleasure or avoiding pain. And if you just eat according to that brain, which is we have this sort of primitive part of our brain that just wants to eat all the time, we're just, you know, never going to stop eating. So we have to start paying attention and dropping into the body. And so many of us are disconnected from the body. Um, but when you start gaining awareness in your body, that's when you'll really know like, oh, hey, actually, my stomach is telling me I am not hungry anymore. Like, that's what people mean when they say listen to your body, quote unquote, or stop, start eating when you're hungry, stop eating when you're, you're full. Like you have to actually know how do you drop into feeling the sensations in your body and have that feedback loop from your body telling you, oh, hey, we're done eating. And, and this is something called interoception, like where you know, like you could feel what's going on internally in your body. Um, so you have to learn how to develop that state. And when you do, you could do that when you eat sugar too. So you could actually, when you eat very mindfully and you eat very intentionally and you slow down when you eat and you just take a moment to like pause in between bites. I always tell my clients like, um, when you're overeating, like you have a craving, you're holding your breath a lot because it's kind of like a fight or flight response. You're kind of like, let, let me hoard the food because there's no food around and we're going to die if we don't eat all this. You're, you're holding your breath a lot. So what you want to do is you actually want to take deep breaths in between bites, like put the fork down in between bites. Just notice what are the sensations in your body? What's your stomach telling you? Taste the food, slow it down, enjoy the food. And when you actually are in the body, it will help you get out of the craving mind so you're not just eating and ignoring those sensations internally. And then you could actually enjoy the sugar a lot more. Yeah, I love that. You gave so much information there. I loved how you said the brain is seeking pleasure. And we basically always have these habits and what we're used to. So not only does our body naturally do those things we're used to? We also develop a mindset. Like I've had clients say like, well, I can't not drink pop or soda. Like that's just what I do. But that's also like a mindset shift when you can start to shift that. And I really loved how you talked about going into the body when you eat and becoming more mindful because that is a thing I see over and over again with clients is not knowing when they're hungry, not knowing when they're full and not being aware of that. So I love the tip to um, put down your fork, chew your food, <laughs> like notice those tastes Easy and sensations. Yeah. yeah. And take a breath. Like we're always so rushed when we eat. So I love that tip to just really slow down when you eat and you start to become more aware. Um, is there like any other tip for sugar cravings or even carb cravings um, that's just like a good beginner thing for people to start to notice or do. Yeah. Like I would say the first thing you want to do with cravings, especially is you have to stop making food decisions from this primitive part of our brain that wants pleasure. So there's, there's two major parts of our brain. There's this more primal part of our brain. It, the lower part of our brain is like where the brainstem is and that part of our brain, like, and the middle part of our brain is a little bit more primitive it's more emotional. Like it makes decisions very emotionally. It's very like pleasure driven, very, it's focused on avoiding threats, avoiding danger. And a lot of us make food decisions from this way. It's very reactive. It's like, oh, hey, 
I want to eat. Boom, let's eat. And so many of us don't realize we're making decisions from this place, but there's also a more evolved part of our brain. Like if you look at the outer, the frontal lobes of our brain, and it's like the top of our brain, those are the more evolved um, part of the brains that other animals don't have. Like this is what makes Homo sapiens different from other animals. We have the prefrontal cortex that allows us to make executive decisions. It plans ahead. It makes goals. And this is why we're different from animals. And so many of us have never learned how to make food decisions from this place. And so a great way to start just managing your cravings is to just start planning ahead what you're going to eat. Because where we get tripped up all the time is we make impulsive decisions on what to eat in the spur of the moment. And those are usually emotional decisions. And emotional decisions tend to shut down the rational part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex where your impulse control centers at. When you make an emotional decision in the spur of the moment, it, it shuts down that smart part of your brain. And so you make decisions around food that often doesn't serve you. So you have to make decisions ahead of time where you're in a place where you're not like emotional, you're not, you're not stressed, you're not in a hurry. And when you plan ahead, I usually tell my clients to plan like at least the night before what you're going to eat the next day. That could help you just have an idea, give your brain structure of what you're going to eat so that on the day of you just practice eating what you plan and everything else is just like your brain's cravings coming up. And when the cravings come up, that's when you could just sort of tune into your body, be in your body um, and, and not act on those impulses. Yeah, I love that. You know, God gave us this thinking or the front part of our brain, I like to call it. And we have to use that. And I love how you brought attention to, especially with food, we tend to not use the front part or the thinking part of our brain. And we're using that more reptile, emotional part of the brain. So that is a great way because I think a lot of times when we're starting things in our health or our life is we have to bring awareness to what's going on. So that's a great way to notice that awareness and actually to plan and plan our meals. And that is such an important piece when you're trying to get healthy is to figure out how to plan and plan ahead and have those healthy things to grab so you're not going off that emotional part of your brain. So I love that tip. So Charmaine, this was so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing this with us today. You guys, Charmaine has an amazing YouTube channel where she shares more about sugar and cravings. So go check it out. I'm going to put the link down below. And I've even like sent a couple of the videos to some of my clients. Um, they are really good. So do you have anything else to share or where people can connect with you? Uh, yes. Um, you could go to my website, sugarfreeselfcare.com. Or you could find me on Instagram at Charmaine Platon. But just as a quick heads up, um, it might change in the future to at Charmaine Horn because I'm changing my last name since I got married last year. So Yay. that'll get to that. So, so anyway, but you could go to sugarfreeselfcare.com. That's my website, which will have everything there. Perfect. Well, friends, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and just feel inspired to keep moving forward in your health. Friends, if you're wondering how you can start to tackle your sugar cravings and put all the pieces together so you can live healthier, then I encourage you to set up a free call with me. Let's go over your struggles and your goals and find out what your next step is. Maybe it's to work with me, maybe it's not. But when you start to get support, guidance, and accountability, you can see that change is possible. 
anyone who works with me gets access to my nutrition course and group health coaching calls, just like this one where I had Charmaine guest on. And in this, we can start to dial in on your nutrition in a way that feels good, and you can get support that you need and accountability on the group calls. So click the link down below and let's chat.